We are so excited that you are joining with us on this cold, wintry New Year day. And we are so blessed to be able to start off 2022 with you. And so we are going to spend about 30 minutes today starting the new year off right. And so no matter how great 2021 was or how hard 2021 might have been for you, we have a chance to start brand new. It actually says in the Bible in Lamentations 3.22 that because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. How incredible that God's mercy, his compassion, his love, it is new every morning, not just every year, not just starting off, but every day, each of us has the ability to start new. So today is a new day. It's a new year. And we all have the chance to have a fresh start today because great is thy faithfulness, it says. So we're going to start off by worshiping God today. We have a couple of songs to worship with you, and then we will have a word of hope right from the Bible. And so I hope that you'll stand, you'll come into a posture of worship and join us as we worship our good God this morning.
in the comments this morning and let Jesus know you love him. Once again, welcome to Real Life Church Online today. And hey, people at Real Life, I need your help today. At Real Life Church, we are a church on a mission, and that mission is to see people far from God, discover their real life and purpose in Jesus. One of the best ways as we start 2022 to move that mission forward is to click the share button. You can be a social media influencer for the cause of Christ by sharing this content today. And it means the world to us when you do that. If you are new with us this morning, you are our honored guest. We'd love to help you with a fresh start as we begin 2022. I invite you to fill out our digital communication card and you can do that by texting RLNEW to 97000 or you can click a link in the comments. A member of our connection team will reach out to you, answer any questions that you might have and help you feel at home here at Real Life Church. Because of you, 2021 ended as a record-breaking year for our church in so many ways. In 2021, you broke ground on the Hope Center. You broke giving records and you broke down the walls of sin for so many people to say, yes to Jesus. But maybe on the second day of 2022, you don't feel so successful. Maybe you're feeling a little defeated. Maybe you're feeling a little less than or a little down and out. And maybe you feel like 2022 is already a failure. We'll lean in this morning as Pastor Sean brings a message of hope as we begin this new year with hashtag 2022. Come on. Yes, 
All right, look up the comments, look who's on the screen, and uh, give some hearts, give some likes, let everybody know you love them, especially everybody's new. Come on, let them know. Listen to the hearts. Crash Facebook. Come on, come on, you can do it. Well, happy new year. I can't believe it's 2022 already. And maybe yesterday you had the perfect New Year's Day. Uh, maybe leading into it, you're with your family and friends. Uh, you had uh, a great time surrounded by people. You laid that special kiss on that special someone at the stroke at midnight. You finally got the courage. Come on, somebody. Now I was a youth pastor for 10 years, and uh, there was this great situation. Uh, it was kind of weird, but we were at power play leading all these teens, and it was getting closer to the stroke at midnight. And this guy had a crush on this girl, and uh, it wasn't a thing, but for him it was a thing. He kept sliding closer, you know, to her all night long. And he closed, I'm off the screen yet. He gone. <laughs> and he slides over to this girl, and right circle midnight, he literally lays a kiss on this girl. He's like that. Come on. <laughs> was it awkward? Put an awkward sign on there. <laughs> lays a kiss on those girls left at the stroke at midnight. So maybe you had the courage. I don't know. Don't be weird like that. Uh, I don't know how your New Year's was, uh, but here's the deal. No matter what, you went to sleep that night and you woke up and for a lot of us, the anxiety was still there, that loss was still there, that pain was still there. Uh, everything really changed. The time changed, but you stayed the same. And so today, this message is really dedicated to those of us that are trying to lay a foundation for this year and getting past or past, moving forward in a direction. And so I want to encourage you today that it's so easy for us to really get tied down, I encourage you to break some chains and some chains of the past that hold us back. And so a lot of us say, well, why even change? I've been struggling with the same thing for so long. Why in the world do I even, even care? I'm, I'm still in the same addiction. I try to break it. I go back to it over and over and over again. Uh, for some of us, it's why even care? Uh, I've been in, in relationships and it's falling apart. Why even care about going back? Why care about serving? I served in the past. Some of you guys served the church 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. And you got burned out and you're like, man, why would I even do this again? I've been down this road before I got burned out. Uh, why commit? We have some relationship issues. Maybe a, a child has, has walked away or a spouse in the past and you're in a fight with the relationship. And you're like, man, I, I don't even care to even try again. I've, I've tried before. It's not going to happen. It's the same results. I've given my best. I'm not going to go down that road. And uh, it's not going to work out. Nobody notices. And can I just say this? Satan and sin has a way of holding us to our past to chaining us down. Matter of fact, the Bible says that Satan has come to kill, steal, and destroy. He has come to stop you. He's come to distract you, to hold you back from what God has for you for 2022. Matter of fact, the old Saint Nick may have brought you a present, but Satan may have stolen your joy sometime last year. For some of you, if somebody else is happy, you're like, they're delusional. I, I told somebody one time, I said, you know, I try to make every season my favorite season, and somebody said, well, it must be nice to lie to yourself. <laughs> There's so much pain, so much hurt, so many feelings, so much holding us back from the, the plan that God has for us. And so this message is for you if you've been chained down by your past. We're gonna start with uh, a verse. It's really a famous verse. It's a powerful verse. It's a little passage in Philippians chapter three. And Paul is right. The church of Philippi says this. He says, not that I've already obtained all this or I've already arrived at my goal, but he says, I press on. I push forward to hold on for what Christ Jesus has taken hold of me. In essence, God is saying, I have a plan for you. I'm holding on to you, Paul, for a purpose. And Paul's saying, I've attained what Christ has held me for. And you need to know today that Christ is holding on to you for a reason. There's a purpose you're in the season you're in, and Jesus is holding you. He goes on verse 13, he says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself 
yet to have taken hold of it. I haven't obtained what Christ is holding on to me for, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind. So Paul is literally saying, I'm forgetting my past failures. I'm, I'm forgetting that I was a murderer of Christians. I'm forgetting that I was holding the cloak of uh, the garment of Stephen as he was being stoned, as he was being killed by the Pharisees. I'm forgetting my success. I've brought the gospel to most of the known world. Uh, I'm forgetting that I was betrayed by a good fellow worker, uh, another uh, messenger for the gospel named Demas. I'm forgetting that Barnabas once served with me, but then walked away and went a different direction. I'm forgetting that I was beaten. I'm forgetting the sleepless nights. I'm forgetting that I was left for dead numerous times. I'm forgetting my past, even if it was good or bad. He says, but I'm straining toward what's ahead. He's, I'm, I'm reaching for the things of Christ that God is holding me to. There's something in front of me that God has for me. Matter of fact, there's a reason God gives you a rearview mirror about this big and a windshield that's this big, because you're moving forward and not backwards. He says, I'll press on towards the goal to which the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. In other words, Paul is saying, I'm no longer chained down to my past. I'm not a victim of my circumstances. Rather, I'm straining, I'm fighting, I'm pushing, I'm coming after the things of God. It's fourth down and 25 yards, but I'm all in. We're going for it. Come on, somebody, as you get ready for a Chiefs game. Come on. Luke chapter 9 says this, verse 62. It says, Jesus replied, no one who puts her hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. In other words, if you'll be used by God, if you'll be in the presence of God, but your eyes are stuck on something behind you, if you're chained to your past, you are not ready to serve. You're not ready to be used for the kingdom of God. Matter of fact, this verse is in the context of somebody who says, I'm all in Jesus. Put me in coach. I'm ready to go. I'll do anything for you. But I've got to go back and my, my dad died to go back and bury him. And Jesus says this comment that's going to rock us off the, the kind of the, the, the stable land we're on where he says, let the dead bury the dead. It's like that's already behind you. And that culture had taken months and months and months to gather the family and to have a proper burial and the things they would do in that culture. And Jesus said, hey, the past is the past. The past is behind you. Matter of fact, this verse is in the context where somebody says, hey, Jesus, I'm all in. I want to follow you. I'll go anywhere. I surrender to you. But let me go back and say goodbye to my family. And then Jesus makes this comment. He says, whoever puts their hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. They want to say goodbye to their family. They want to bury the dead. And Jesus says, hey, what's behind you is not what I have for you. I have something in front of you. We're going in a direction in 2022. And what's happened in the past, you can't change. You can't control. We're moving forward. And so to break chains in this year, we have to get our eyes off of the past, our heart off the past, and move forward with things of God because God has a purpose for you. So I'll, do, I'll give you one best practice. We're not going to be long today, but I want to encourage you with one best practice to get your eyes on the things of God. So what battle are you facing this season? What, what, what's the thing you're struggling with? What's, what's on your heart? What do you, what's maybe your identity? What's the question you're asking yourself? What, what image are you trying to portray? What loss is in your life? What battle are you having? What battle, what maybe what regret or what time management, what priority, what relationship has fallen apart? What has God shown you through these things? And I would encourage you, instead of making resolutions this year, which or just making resolutions, I think resolutions are great, but instead of just having a resolution that you're not going to you know, finish off the ice cream to the bottom of the tub, come on somebody, you're going to get a Planet Fitness membership and work out six days a week, come on, instead of doing P90X every single day, instead of all these resolutions, I would encourage you something different. So your resolutions are all like do, 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 and have all these doer goals, which are great, but I would encourage you to write a daily declaration. 
an I am statement about yourself. It's way bigger picture. It's, a, it's really a comment about your identity, a comment about what God is doing. And these are really who goals. These are really statements about yourself, declaring to yourself and to the world around you that this is who I am, declaring to Satan himself that this is who you are. These are input goals. These are things that God has shown you, and you got to stand on these things, but they're so easy to forget. So I'll give you the first four of mine, and then we'll dive into what that could look like for you. So number one is this. I'm growing closer to Jesus every single day. Because of Jesus, my family is stronger, my body is healthy, my faith is deeper, my leadership is sharper. Number two, I'm creative, I'm innovative, driven, focused, and blessed God major because the Holy Spirit dwells in me. Number three, my gift is leadership. I develop others with open hands, delegating authority and empowering those with room to fail. Number four, I love Diane fully and first. So I, lo I love these declarations. I have a whole list of declarations that I read. And what it does is it helps me to stay focused because it's so easy to be distracted. And so many people don't have life-giving words. And if you're like me or most people, they're surrounded by people probably all the time that want to take something from you, maybe growing up, and maybe your dad or your family or a friend has left you or betrayed you and maybe a life-taking words over you. And I love uh, speaking to young men and especially show up to church on Sunday, might be a middle schooler or a high schooler. And oftentimes I love to stick my hand out and give a big handshake. And first time they probably had somebody like really squeeze a hand, you know, like a band shake, right? And break their arm off. And uh, I, lo I love telling them, hey, you're going to be a strong man one day. Uh, you're going to be a great husband. You're going to be an amazing leader. I know God's going to do something great in your life. And for most people, they open their eyes real big because most people don't say those kind of things to people. Matter of fact, it's kind of the opposite. People are picking on people and, and tearing people down. And so I, I just love to encourage people and build them up and really shape their identity. And so your words matter more than you think. And not just the words you say to other people, but the words you tell yourself, that your self-talk. Uh, that you may say, oh, I am good or oh, I'm not good enough. I can't make it. And so what is it when you look in the mirror in the morning that you need to tell yourself every single day? What is the difference that you need to tell yourself in 2022 that you maybe didn't tell yourself in 2021? What has God been showing you? What, what's been revealing about your life? What struggle do you need to give to God? What is God saying to you? And I believe you just open God's word and you say, okay, God, just show me something. You're holding on to me for a purpose. I want to know what that purpose is. Reveal something to me. I've been struggling with this addiction or struggling with this problem. God, what, what is it you want from me? God, show me something. I believe God's going to speak through his word. I know for so many people, it's like, oh, I picked the Bible up. Oh, I got to read the Bible. I got to read the Bible. No, we get to read the Bible. Matter of fact, it's, I would encourage you to do a Bible reading plan this year. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what plan or how much to read or whatever. I, I don't think it's really the goal. I think the goal of reading the Bible is that the Bible reads you. That you show up and maybe it's one verse a day. Maybe you just get the you version, one verse a day. You read the verse a day and you say, okay, God, do something with that. For some of you, it's like, I'm going to read the New Testament this year. For some of you, you're going to read the New Testament twice. Some of you are going to read the whole Bible this year. But that's what God has for you. But you want to ask the question, God, what are you showing me? So what do you want me to do about this, God? Like, let's speak to you. Don't just get in the habit of just read the Bible because you have to read the Bible. That's not the point. You read the Bible to know God. And so be asking those questions. I would encourage you, when God speaks to you, write it down. So this declaration that you're going to speak over yourself, when God says, hey, this is who you are, you're no longer an addict, you are, you are set free in the power of Christ, you're not a victim of your circumstances, you are strong, you are healed, you are forgiven, you are made new. When God starts speaking these things, write it down and then say it every single day. Say it to yourself, remind yourself, look yourself in the eye, maybe the only person ever does this, look yourself in the eye in the mirror in the morning and tell yourself who you are in Christ. See, the enemy has a strategy for you in 2022. The enemy has a plan for you. Matter of fact, it probably looked like, a lot like the plan last year. 
And I believe when you start getting these declarations in your heart, in your mind, you're going to wreck the plans of Satan. You're going to change your destiny because you are foundationally changing the direction of your life by declaring who you are today. I want to give you two very important, very, very important principles found in the Bible. These daily declarations. These are chain breaking declarations. Number one is this. I am not a victim of circumstances. I'm not a victim of life, but I'm gifted and created to lead and change circumstances from what they are to what they can be. Matter of fact, this for most people, when they, when they get into a problem, when the pressure happens, when they have an expectation set and it's not there, when they have a pace they want to run at and something gets in the way or someone gets in the way, the temptation is always to blame. The temptation is to say, well, if, if it was for that person, I would have done this and I would have been on time, but that I would have done this, but this, and I can't, it, it's just blame, 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 even blaming themselves. But I want to tell you something. God placed you in this moment, in this season, on purpose, and it's to plow the field. Think about that. Whoever sets their hands to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. And God has put you to the plow. And you could imagine plowing in a direction if you're looking the other way, blaming everything else around you. See, God put you in this hard season. Nobody said, sign me up to plow. I love plowing. Plowing is my favorite thing to do. But God has put you in the season to turn over some hard soil. God puts you in the middle of the problem so that you could get the season ready of preparation for God to do something in your family, to God to do something with all the problems and all the things that set you, uh, did, did stopped you from reaching your goals and set you back and all the hard things around you. Those are created by God because there's a field that God has for you to plow in this season. There's some spiritually dry relationships that God has called you to nourish and to prepare in 2022. Matter of fact, he's preparing the field so that you can plant some seeds, amen? So you can plant some seeds so there'll be a harvest in the future. So you're called to these hard things, to turn over some soil, to bring some change, to bring some purpose in the season. So if you wonder, man, why is this so difficult? It's because God has placed you there. There's a season in our life as a Christian that's called endurance. And so I would tell you, no one likes to plow, right? No, pl plowing isn't sexy. Uh, plowing's hard work. Uh, it's long days. It's, it's sweaty. It's hard. Nobody says, thank you for plowing. I love the way that plowed field looks. No, there's no, there's no reward to it. You don't get a, a, a harvest from the plow. You have to have plant seeds and wait a longer season. In this season of preparation and this hard season that you may be in and you're walking through, you have to thank God because he's put your hand to the plow. Matter of fact, he wants you to plow a certain way. So you got to look the direction of the plow. You can't look back and just wander around aimlessly. The season you're in is maybe a season of preparation. The beginning of part of 2022, if your relationship with God isn't where it should be, you're going to be a season of preparation. If there's some relationships that aren't where they want to be, you're going to be a season of preparation. Do a lot of heart work, a lot of hard things behind the scenes and getting your heart ready for the things of God and plowing your own heart with the word of God. It's going to change 2020 for you, 2022 for you. I would say this too. You walk in the season, you got this mindset walk in the season that I love problems. Boo, pastor. <laughs> I love problems. See, problems are possibilities. The problems you face are the, the, or the plow you have to plow. It's the, it's the field in front of you. And all the problems you have, if you complain about it and like, oh man, I can't believe this. And, and, and you're, you're stressed about it and you're irritated about it and it slowed you down and it frustrated you. All those things are actually on purpose and they're there for you to have possibility of change. All those problems you face are opportunities for God to move through you. 
You can plow that field. If you don't like where relationships are in your family, guess what? You can change that. You don't have to be in charge, but you can influence that. You can pray for that. You can start changing the culture of your family. If your work isn't where you want it, you can start changing your heart, changing the culture of those you lead, influencing those above you. You can't blame those people around you. You're not a victim of circumstances, but you are called to lead and change from what they are to what they can be. And that's what 2022 is all about, is seeing the opportunity and the potential and the possibility through your problems. Second declaration is this, I will bring my best and then some. It's what I bring after I do my best that makes the biggest difference. See, Satan loves to create this snare of self-pity. Satan loves it to get your eyes on yourself and say, well, I did my best, I tried really hard, and it didn't go the way I wanted to, and therefore, I can do whatever I want to do. I can, I'm justified now, I can leave, I can quit on that stuff, I don't never go back to this. You can get mad, you can gossip, come on, you can make that post. I know some of you, that's, this is going to be home for 2022, right? If you don't, if, hey, if you don't make the post, or maybe, maybe Facebook kicks you off instead of God. I know some of you, some of you, that's what happened this year. And it was the biggest blessing you had in 2021, right? But you can do whatever you want. You can fight. You can be mad. You can justify any behavior you want to because you try to do your best. And I will tell you today that when you do your best, and you do, and then you do even more. And then what you do next makes the biggest difference. When you give your best and it doesn't work out, and when you give your best and it still hasn't changed and you give your best and it's not the direction you want to go, I would encourage you to give your best again. Give your best and then some and it doesn't work out, then give your best and then some and it doesn't go the direction you want to, then just give your best. You're faithful to God, not to people. Matter of fact, your enemy is not your kids. Come on, somebody. Somebody is here today. You are frustrated to death with your family. Your enemy is not your spouse. Your enemy is not your boss. Your enemy doesn't have a face. The enemy doesn't go by a certain name. That's not somebody you can see every day. The enemy has a strategy, is working behind the scenes, has a plan for you this year. And so I'll encourage you that we are faithful to God. We have to recognize that the people around us are possibilities and not problems. And that God wants to use you this year. I'll tell you, it takes a Judas. So think about Jesus and Judas. Uh, I love uh, uh, Vicky Goyche, she posted this. She said, if it... If it wasn't for Judas, there wouldn't be a cross. And so thank God for Judas. Thank, thank God for the problem. See, Jesus was close to Judas. Jesus knew that Judas would betray him. Matter of fact, Judas fulfilled some prophecy for Jesus, and Jesus used it. But you never find anywhere in the Bible where Jesus blamed Judas. Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on this cross if it wasn't for Judas. I can't believe I'm in this situation if it wasn't for Peter or Paul or anybody else around. He, he didn't blame anybody. But he knew God was in every single circumstance. So I tell you, it takes a Saul. You think about David. Thank God for Saul, this man that chased me around for over 15 years trying to kill me. I was in a season of preparation. Matter of fact, you think about David. He would have to say, thank God for my dad who overlooked me. He stuck me as a shepherd boy in a field so I can play a harp. Come on, somebody. And sing praises to God. He's overlooked. He picked every single other one of his sons, all his other, other siblings. And he thought, oh yeah, there's, I guess I do have this other kid named David. And then the prophet anointed David to be king. In that season, he was being prepared. David was being prepared to, to kill a, a lion, a bear, but prepared to one day slay, or slay Goliath. He, Goliath, Goliath, that's a good one. <laughs> Goliath, he was ready to kill Goliath because he'd been prepared in the season. He was plowing a field and it was, no, it was thankless. His dad didn't even recognize it. Nobody even noticed him. As, he was just a little boy bringing a sack lunch to his brothers, but God was preparing to use him. 
So I'll encourage you, thank God for your salt. Your enemy isn't here on earth. Your enemy is somewhere else. And so just thank God that you're in a season of preparation. I believe that when you recognize that when you give your best and then some, that you're going to wreck the plans of Satan in 2022. Every single time that you walk in a situation that doesn't work out, man, don't, don't have self-pity. Don't have self-doubt. Don't, don't blame. Don't point the finger. Don't point the finger yourself. Just every single time, get back up and say, okay, God, I'm going to do my best. And it doesn't work out, just give your best every single day. Some of you guys are season, you need to say this every single day. I'm gonna do my best, and then some. It's what I do after my best that makes the biggest difference. And then repeat that day, day three, day four, day five, day six. You're in a season where you're pouring out, your season of preparation, and this is the endurance, this is the character that's here to carry the weight of your calling in this season. So, what's holding you back today? What's stopping you from following God? What's one thing that's holding you back? What's God showing you in this season? Philippians 3, we read again. It says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, I forget what's behind me. Now I'm letting go of the past. I know where God wants me isn't this direction. It's this direction. I strain, I push, I lean into what's ahead of me. Paul is basically saying, I took the rear view off. The rear mirror off. I took it off and I broke it to the ground. He says, I pressed toward the goal to win the prize, which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And so they, what declaration do you need to write? What sentence do you need to put together for God? What's one thing you say, okay, I, I am strong. I am forgiven. I am whole. I am complete. I am loved. I'm a child of God. I'm not a victim of circumstances. I am a leader. I am creative. I am called. I am whole. What, what, what word is God putting in your heart today that you need to declare to yourself every single moment, every day, that this is who you are because you're going to break down Satan's strategy in this season? Can I encourage you? Write it down. Just start with one declaration this year. This is who I am. I am, I am a gifted dad. I love my spouse. I, I am called on purpose. I, 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 am, I am not easily broken. I was, I was made for the hard season. Whatever this is in your life, write it down and say it over and over. Look yourself in the mirror right in the eyes and say it over and over and over again. Declare the truth of God. I believe this is the foundation if you're going to move forward in 2022 to let go of your past. The very first step is to see yourself the way God sees you. So just open God's word. Just get that one verse a day, whatever it is, and start saying who you are to yourself. Have the right voice in your head. And for some of you, this is going to be the first time you've ever had to declare this to yourself. It's going to change your life in this year. Would you guys pray with me? Father, we come before you. God, we thank you so much for what you're doing in the life of our church. There's so many people today that need to declare a truth. God, that there's been some webs or been some, some pits or some snares that we've fallen into in 2021. And today we just declare who we are, that we're your children, that we're forgiven, that we're made whole. God, that we, that we are perfectly made in your image. God, that we don't have to impress anybody. God, that we are complete. God, that we're satisfied in you. God, that we are made in your image, that, that I am lovable. God, that I am forgiven. God, that I'm your son, I'm your daughter. I, I don't have to be around certain situations. God, I'm not a victim of those around me. God, I give my best because you gave your best. And so, God, I pray that you just drive home that sentence for each person as they watch this video, God, that they would write this down and look themselves in the eye every single day and declare who they are in you. Now, for some of you, I want to pray for a group of you that say, I need Jesus. I recognize today that I don't know who I am. 
And I want to tell you that you are God's child, that God died for you on the cross. He came for you. Everything that God did was on purpose. And this year, the greatest thing you could do is start a relationship with Jesus. I know some of you have been searching. You've been reading through Romans. You're reading John. Some of you guys are looking for answers. Can I encourage you today to step out and believe what God has for you in this season's foundation to change. If you want 2022 to be your best year, you have to have a relationship with Jesus. This is the relationship with your heavenly father. And so today, who is Jesus? Jesus is the son of God. He died for you on the cross 2000 years ago. The Bible says you believe in him, you'll be forgiven and made new. And so today I would invite you to be a part of this. If you want to, you can pray and ask God to come in your life today. Say this, Father God, thanks so much for dying for me. God, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. God, I want a relationship with you. God, make me whole. God, I know you died for me. You've forgiven me. And God, I lay myself down. I want to press toward what you have for me, God. I want to plow the field in front of me. God, give me endurance. God, give me the heart. God, call me out, God, that I'll declare today that I'm your son or daughter. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give that for me. Came relationship with Jesus. Come on, see some hearts, some likes. Come on, keep it up. Let them know you love them. Let's go. Come on. Hey, a couple things, guys. If you start a relationship with Jesus, let us know. We'd love to help you in this season. You can text RL next to 97000. Uh, we'd love to get you started on the right direction, the right path for God. I want to give you guys a couple next steps. We talked about plowing a field and, and going in for God and who he's called us to be. And one of the most important things I think that's a rhythm for this season of 2022 is going to change things for you is being a part of the dream team. Being a part of serving. I would encourage you to make it a regular habit to serve God and give back to others in this year. So for you and your family, I would encourage you, come out and get signed up to our crash course. If you're not serving already, I would encourage you to be a part of this. You can jump in this next Sunday at 2 o'clock to 4.30. There's a crash course at my house. It's right before the Chiefs game, but I encourage you to come out and be a part of what God is doing. Our dream team is made up of a whole lot of people, over 160 people. They're committed to say, okay, God, whatever you have for me, I'm going to plow this field. Some people set up. Some people worship on the stage. Some people lead in the back with the kids. Some people are serving on a youth group. There's 160 people all being part of the mission to plow really a field that God has called us to plow in our community to make a difference. So I'd encourage you to be a part of this. If you're not serving, I would encourage you to jump in. This is a great thing to do right at the beginning of the year to give back and make a difference. You can register online at our website, reallifechurchkc.com, for our crash course this next Sunday on the 9th. Second thing is this. Our steal for our Hope Center is coming in this week, and you guys have an opportunity to help build hope. So even if you're a first-time guest today, this is your first time ever seeing anything in real life, I would invite you to be a part of what we're going to do. There's a registration link that's going to pop up, and on that link, you can sign up to help us frame part of this building. It's all steel, so if you have um, some ability with that or a trade in framing or, or working with steel, obviously we'd love for you to have on the team. If you are just interested in help and say, I'm just willing to jump in, I would encourage you to sign up as well. You don't need any experience, but I encourage you to jump in. There's lots to do over the next few weeks. So when you sign up, here's what to expect. Uh, we are, we'll definitely be out there on this Saturday coming up on the 8th. And we'll be jumping in and framing, getting things lined out. And then we will basically work with you and contact you as we work through the, the framing part over the next few weeks. We'll put together a schedule or as needs come up, we'll have you guys come out. So I would encourage you to get signed up and be a part of that. Third thing is this. Your generosity makes a huge difference in our church. And as you start off this year, I'd encourage you to be strategic with your giving. Don't make it like the end of your giving and give off the drip after you spent everything and wonder if you have any money left over. I would encourage you up front, decide 
what we had to do for God this year with the generosity. I just had a conversation with my wife and we talked about, okay, what percentage are we doing this year? How much are we going to up this? What, what, what's God asking us to do? And I would encourage you to be real strategic. Pick that number up front and, and follow through. Now, for some of you, you're a spontaneous giver. I would encourage you to be a regular giver. Just commit. I'm going to give this whatever you come, right? Uh, for some of you guys who've never given, I would encourage you to give and make a difference. Whatever it is, I just ask you to ask God and follow through with that. You guys did an incredible job this year. This was, or last year was incredible. Uh, seriously, large record break of what you guys have given. And it, everything you give helps us accelerate the pace of the vision to reach more people and to make a difference. And so your guys giving makes and paves the way. So I encourage you guys, as I have the team come back up, come on, Diane, Holly, come up here. Don't be scared. We have lots of fun. If you call Life Home, I encourage you guys to give. You can give online today. Uh, you text the email to 84321. You didn't see what just happened. It was crazy. She was crawling down there, and Holly's flying in, paratrooping down. All right, so I encourage you. All right, next Sunday, we will be back at Kentucky Trail. God willing, no blizzards, nothing crazy. 9.30 and 11. We're going to be back. So I encourage you to show up and uh, be a part of that with us. We'll be continuing the series, hashtag 2022, talking about your thought life, how to move past the negative thoughts, that your thoughts are like altitude and it takes you up or takes you down, walking through the whole reframing, all sorts of great stuff. And remember, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. Hey, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys later. Hey.